Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. In a world that's perfect lies a perfect little town where one team stands alone. But now, something's stirring that will change this place forever. Perfect. Welcome to Perfectville, your first place podcast for your first place Miami Dolphins Finstant Reaction Show. Sam Marcou from the Welcome to Perfectville podcast as part of the Believe Network presented by Bet Online. Miami Dolphins moved to eight and three, back into first place in the AFC East after beating, waxing, kicking the crap out of the Houston Texans 30 to 15. And it wasn't even that close, ladies and gentlemen. Basically, the Miami Dolphins take the second half off of this game put up 30 a 30 burger in the first half between the offense the defense and of course the special teams Miami Dolphins walk away with another victory but not everything is rosy but you know what is rosy the fact that basketball is back and bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season you'll always find the latest odds team matchup info players news and game trends at bet online and as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways of all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet your favorite sports and events, whether it's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure your promo code, make sure you use our promo code Believe, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. And speaking of betting, the Miami Dolphins open. Minus three and a half against the San Francisco 49ers next weekend. And really, that is the concern of this game against the Houston Texans, ladies and gentlemen, citizens of Perfectville, is not the fact that the Miami Dolphins beat the Texans. They were supposed to. Bet Online actually had them, I think, what? They were uh, they were favored by 13 points in this game, and they covered that even. It was the fact that Teron Armstead went down with an injury, a pectoral injury. Last time he had one of these, he missed six games. Guess what? There's six games left in the season uh late word coming out of south florida is that the that the uh, big left tackle for the miami dolphins has a pectoral strain not a tear uh, that's good news does mean he will miss some time short term probably misses that niners game uh but should be back before the end of the season which is great because these miami dolphins are going to the playoffs ladies and gentlemen they just are Toronto armstead or not the miami dolphins will be winning at least two if not three more games out of these six and they're going to the playoffs. And you're going to want Teron Armstead blocking for Tua Tungavailoa in the playoffs. He's that good where he makes that much of a difference. You saw it when he went out today, even against a bad Houston Texans team. Tua Tungavailoa was, what, I think like four times. And it would have been a fifth if it wasn't for a face mask. I mean, it was uh, it was incredible. Night and day, stark difference between Teron Armstead and Brandon Shell left tackle. But that aside... This Miami Dolphins team, wow, 30 points in the first half. And you know what? They didn't even play that particularly well on offense. 23 of those 30 points came from the offensive side of the ball. Um, one touchdown on the ground from Jeff Wilson after Andrew Van Geekel intercepts a really bad pass. And then, of course, uh, the, the scramble touchdown magic of Tua Tungavailoa to Durham Smythe uh, to get this touchdown scoring uh, happening here in the first quarter. And three field goals from Jason Sanders, which, by the way, Good game by Jason Sanders. Uh, give him credit. This guy has probably been the most maligned player, not named Noah Igbenogane, on this team so far this season. Uh, he brought it today. 35-yarder, a chip shot of 29 yards, and, of course, uh, I believe a 45-yarder. And Of course, he made his extra points. He did what he was supposed to do, and 
he put touchbacks uh, back there. So good game by Jason Sanders. It looks like the bye week did him well. Uh, we even gave the kicker, uh, the punter, I should say, Mr. Morstead, some work today here in the second half. The Miami Dolphins rested their their offensive starters in the second half. Tua Tungavailoa came out for a little bit, started to get knocked around, said, you know what, forget it. He doesn't need to be out here. Put Skyler in, see what he can do, which wasn't much. Um, this offensive team was not crisp today. You could see there was some rust, maybe a little bit of sleep in their eyes coming off the bye week. Uh, they mentioned it a few times in the broadcast today that uh, they'd almost wish the bye week hadn't happened when it did because... They had so much momentum on offense that they were afraid that they're going to come out and not have it. But you know what? If you're going to have a game where you need to get right, this was the team to do it against. I think the Houston Texans were the worst-ranked offense and second-to-last in defense. So this is a team that uh, will allow you to make some mistakes, allow you to have some drop balls. Jalen Waddle had two or three drop balls out there that he would normally catch. Tyreek Hill left a couple on the field. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa overthrew Trent Sherfield on a long bomb in this game. I mean, there were some, uh, there were some parts that need to be fixed that need to be corrected, even at 30 to nothing at the half. But uh, the defense on the other hand played fantastic five sacks on the day. Uh, what uh, strip sack from Chubb. Uh, I mean, there was a, there was a, a sequence of plays late in the, uh, in, in the second quarter there where they set up a wide receiver screen. The Houston Texans do and Caterco who almost picks that off still has the wherewithal to drop the wide receiver for a four-yard loss. So almost gets the pick, but still makes a positive play for the defense. The very next play, Bradley Chubb comes in, strip sack on the quarterback. Laramie Tunzel, King Tunzel, we salute thee, picks off that ball for Houston. And then the very next play after that is, uh, I believe, the fumble from the big tight end for the Houston Texans that Xavier Howard scooped up and uh, sauntered into the end zone for, for a touchdown. Uh, this defense was dominant. You know, the offense may not have wanted a bye week, but the defense needed it and it showed uh, they played well and they're going to need to play well because you got the Niners coming up with a lot of firepower. Now, I know their running backs are a little bit nicked after this game against the Saints, uh, but Debo Samuel is there. Brandon Ayuk is there. George Kittle is there. Christian McCaffrey will be there. Elijah Mitchell is a very good playmaker out of the running back room there in the Niners. They had a core at one point of Elijah Mitchell, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., and of course, Raheem Mostert. They've got some good playmakers over there. And don't don't let Jimmy G fool you. I mean, Jimmy G is going to make some 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 boneheaded plays. This defense is going to need to be there to jump on it. But uh, Jimmy G can make some plays for the other side too, meaning his side. So the defense needed a game to uh, kind of calibrate and highly focus. They got it. They're going to have to bring their A game on the road against the San Francisco 49ers. This offense, I think, is going to be okay. Uh, I am worried about Teron Armstead and who's going to fill in. And uh, by the way, you're, you're looking at a Bosa brother who's got 11 and a half sacks on the other side. So that's not going to be a fun challenge. But quick passes, lots of play action, maybe bringing Alec Ingold in as a blocker, Durham Smythe in as an extra blocker, and seeing if you can make something happen with Tua, Tyreek, and Jalen Waddle. Um, of course, the running backs are going to want to get theirs against their former team. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what Raheem Mostert had to say against his 49ers uh, in an article, a very controversial article later this week on the show proper. But uh, yeah, this is kind of a boring game. Honestly, it, it, it was a boring game. It was a winning game. It was a successful game, uh, a game that we put away at the half, but uh, boring in general because uh, the outcome was never in doubt. But uh, that's a good thing to say, right? I mean, the Miami Dolphins haven't had that sustained success in a very long time. And this had all the makings of a trap game, right? Coming off a bye, 
big rivalry game against the 49ers on the coast. Two first place teams, Mike McDaniel going home to his old stomping grounds. You've got all those former Niners players on the Miami Dolphins succeeding with River Craycraft. Trent Shurfield, of course, the running backs. You had all these storylines where the Miami Dolphins could be looking ahead, you know, because then you have the Chargers and then Bills. Uh, and then you got the Houston Texans with nothing to lose, throwing everything out there. Backup quarterback becomes a starting quarterback. But the Miami Dolphins didn't let that deter them. They didn't fall into the trap. Uh, in fact, they just stepped all over it, curb stomped it, and said, you know what? We're taking the second half off. Good luck. So uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. What a fantastic game. For the Miami Dolphins. I mean, Tua Tungavailoa had almost 300 yards passing in the first half. I think it was at like 274, 278, something like that. Only one touchdown on the game. But that's all he needed. He found, what, nine, ten different receivers on the day? I mean, this isn't the Ty Hill, Jalen Waddle show anymore. We, It can be. We've proven that it can be. But it doesn't have to be. I mean, River Craycraft had a game today. That guy was open all over the field. Trent Sherfield had a game today was open every single time he was targeted except for once to a tongue of a low found him and nailed him with it i mean jalen waddle went out there and made a hell of an athletic catch with a cornerback draped all over him still caught the ball uh, had a couple others that he should have brought down which would have made his numbers go over 100 and Tua would have got over 300 on the game as it were he had 299 yards passing uh, a paltry qb rating of 96 and change you know that's a bad day for Tua tongue of here in 2022 when your qb rating is only in the mid to late 90s and, uh, you know, the, the offensive line didn't play great, didn't play particularly well. Um, that happens. The Robert brothers um, didn't have. Robert Hunt, Robert Jones didn't play great at the guard position. We had some injuries. Austin Jackson, welcome back. Also, see you soon. Hopefully, get better. Ankle injury again. Uh, Alec Ingold doing his thing out there. You know, he, he actually had the, the seal-off block for Jeff Wilson's touchdown in the first half. Uh, so there's some good things. You know, some things that, uh, obviously, we can take a look at on film and say, okay, we're still the Dolphins. We still have the offense. There's still things we can do. We just got to tighten up a little bit. We got to refocus. And I think this team will. They know the task ahead. It's going to be a challenge, but it's going to be a fun challenge against the Niners, Chargers, and then, of course, the Buffalo Bills, uh, week three of that road trip. Uh, but as it stands right now, the Miami Dolphins, number two seed in the AFC, number one in the AFC East. And this division, man, don't let anybody tell you that the Miami Dolphins aren't earning it. Miami Dolphins are in a division where they are eight and three, the Buffalo Bills are eight and three. The Jets, with their own quarterback change, are seven and four. And the New England Patriots, last in the division with a winning record at what, six and five? That's a good division. The NFC East and the AFC East are absolutely beasts this year. The Miami Dolphins are earning it. They can only play the teams in front of them, folks. And you know what they're doing? They're beating those teams. So I look forward to it. At the beginning of the season, the Miami Dolphins were, uh, according to Vegas, over-under was eight and a half wins. They're at eight right now with six games to play. That was the easiest money I'm ever going to make. One more win, and I get to fly to Vegas and say, give me my money. So this is going to be fun. It's going to be a fun, fun month of December. Oh, by the way, Tua Tagovailoa in the month of December, six and one. So that cold weather narrative that has followed him somewhat, I think he's about to rewrite that book too. So it's going to be fun. Uh, lots of good stuff coming out of this game with Tua Tungvaluwa doubting himself because of the coaching staff, because of the fans, because of the media. His first two years in the league, Mike McDaniel hits him with a 700 play video cut up to show him, no, no, no. Not only do you belong, not only do you not suck, you are going to excel. You are elite. To steal a phrase for myself, and uh, what a difference a year makes. 
Two is out there dancing after throws. He's he's throwing people open. He's trusting the whole process, and he's out there scrambling, making plays happen with his feet, making plays happen with his arm, and uh, really just playing out out of his gourd. Those MVP chants, one hundred percent legit. That's not just a homer bias. He is in that conversation. And if he beats the the Niners, look out. If he comes out of this three game stretch with two victories, look out. I don't even know what's going to happen if he sweeps all three. I mean, that, that would be insanity. That would be absolute insanity, batshit gonzo. But if that happens, he's going to seal up MVP right then and there. I promise you that. I also promise you that we'll be back later this week, Chris Colin and myself as part of the Believe Network, giving you the proper show that you so richly deserve. I hope you guys loved Hatesgiving. I hope you guys are loving the Finstant Reaction Show. It's hard not to love everything Miami Dolphins right now. Eight and three, first in the AFC East, second overall seed, in the AFC playoff picture, one of the best teams in the NFL right now, ladies and gentlemen. And that's not just a fan being a fan. That is legit. Look at the stats. Cut it up however you want. The Miami Dolphins are not only good, they're great. And they have the potential to be super. But they need Teron Armstead healthy, and they got to go win some games on the road. But if they win these games on the road, well, the word of the day is look out. All right, that's going to do it here on the Finstant Reaction Show. Sam Marku, part of the Believe Network. Nothing left to say other than goodbye from Perfectville. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.